0: One, hello, my name is Michael garrick and this is Popping Culture. My guest today is comedian Ash Fields, very funny comedian. If he's in your city, please, please go out to support him. Thank you again for coming on the podcast, man.
1: Yeah, dude, I appreciate you having me, man. I'm excited. I know a lot of the other comics have been on, dude. So, yeah, I really appreciate having me down, bro. It's awesome.
0: No problem, brother. Um, before we even get inward into the podcast. <laughs> uh can you tell them where you're from
1: yeah man so I, i'm from i'm from north carolina but most people most of the comics know i've got a bit of an accent so i lived in australia for a long time about, about 12 years so i got this hybrid southern australian accent and everyone around here thinks oh you sound australian man i uh, not nah, from north carolina originally and try to incorporate some Australian stuff into my, into my bits as well, some American stuff. And yeah, it's really fun, man. So I love doing a bit of both.
0: Nice, nice. And no reason why I ask because I just want people to understand the accent from the beginning. I don't, <laughs> Why I does don't he aim- sound weird?
1: <laughs>
0: so you say he's from North Carolina. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, most of my guests are com- comedians. So I love to ask this question. Uh, a lot of people like to focus on bombing, but I'm more focused on seceding. So when was the yeah. first time you killed, and how did it feel?
1: It was good, man. I did a gig in front of my in front of my baseball club, and I've been doing. I pretty much knew everyone in the, in the room, and I wrote I wrote you know jokes about different guys on my team, and I did. It was, a, it, was a, it was seven minutes, and yeah, people were just excited for me to just because we we'd had a comedy show for the club the year before, and I wasn't able to do it. But then this year, at that particular of the year, I was able to do it. And everyone was just keen to see me do comedy because I'd been telling them about it, but they never come They never come to the down for my gigs. give me, that, man. No one ever comes to the shows. So for this one, everyone was there. They had a great time. And, yeah, it felt really good, man. And one of the other comments goes, he goes, man, you're going to crush tonight, bro. And, yeah, for where I was at, at that time, dude, I definitely definitely crushed that night. So I was pretty stoked about that. Nice, nice.
0: Well, that's that's good to hear, man. That's a, that's nice. But um, yeah, thanks, I said, I've seen you crush plenty of times, man. So Thanks, man. Um, thanks, dude. Up around, brother, um, the topic you chose was labels and how they have influenced pop culture. Uh, any special re- any special reason why you chose the topic?
1: Yeah, man. So one of the things outside just comedy, one of the things I'm really interested in is communication, just generally speaking, and in, and in particular interpersonal communication. And so I've I've, I've started doing I started doing comedy. I'm gonna I, I do keynote keynote speaking as well. But just in my own time, I was thinking about how all these sort of demographic, ethnic, racial labels just sort of, they're always they are always just floating around in society and just everyone says them all the time. And you, you don't even think about it sometimes. Like, for example, Latino-American, African-American, Caucasian, the, the list goes on, man. And I was just thinking how these things just sort of get in the way of real communication because everyone's worried about saying the right thing all the time. And so, like, in the media... Daily interactions, but I feel like it bleeds over into, you know, pop culture as well. So, for example, when you're at comedy gigs and you know, say it's like a mixed crowd, you think, well, can I say this? You know, do I have to tiptoe around this, or can I just kind of get in there, or do I have to just ease into it, or just not say it at all? So, I think it's relevant, man. I think I think having that sort of conversation is important, just to at least start a dialogue. Not you know, people people don't have to agree with with each other, but at least. Be willing to listen to what the other person has to say, and just you know take the time. I think I think that's important.
0: Okay, I hope this isn't like a tough question off the back, but I would just love your opinion. Give your opinion on this, uh, since we're talking about labels. Uh, yeah, when it comes to uh, the LGBTQ community, uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to transgenders, uh, yeah. do you feel like they should be more uh, like outward with it, like more like? If you were to meet one, you would want them to tell you that they were a transgender or does it? it's one of those things that doesn't matter?
1: I don't think it really matters, man. I mean, if I had people say like they openly, openly discuss it if they want to, man, and it's like it's a it's not it could, it's not and it's done. In a, they don't just like throw it on me. It's like it's not done in a weird way. Then, yeah, man, I'm happy to happy to happy to listen happy to discuss it. If they don't want to discuss it, then that's cool, too, man. If it just comes up naturally like later on in three weeks or a month or in six months' time, that's cool, too. No. But, yeah, for me, man, it doesn't really bother me, bro.
0: Nice. The only reason why it popped up in my head, I was watching uh, – I was at my job, um, and they were watching um, I think things named Steve Wilco, and apparently this guy was, like, dating this transgender for, like, a year. But, like, okay. uh, uh, the transgender never told him that they were transgender.
1: So that was just uh it was just uh I think someone, if, if you think if, maybe if you're dating, like maybe that's probably a bit different, but just like you know, on a on a friendship level or just hey man. Oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, that sort of stuff, no worries, but yeah, if you're dating someone, yeah, it's probably yeah. Like, uh, I don't I don't want to know, man. I don't want yeah, to know.
0: Yeah, I would I would definitely yeah. Wanna know, yeah. man.
1: I wanna know. Yeah. Put it all the time, ta- put it on the table, man. Give me all the information.
0: Yeah, please. Uh <laughs> yeah, but, um so one of the one of the biggest thing I I noticed, and you I think you touched on this earlier, uh, we really do emphasize labels like a lot, like more, I believe, than we did in the nineties. Um what, yeah, what what is one label that people like to have now that they would hate to have in the nineties? That's tough, man.
1: Let me think on that for a second, man. But let, let me just give you from like a sport. Like, I'm just thinking about sports just for a second. I love sports, man. I love I love the NFL. And I was thinking, uh, I'm not sure how much football you watch. But oh, I'm all like here. Well, Chris, Christian Okoye, right? He was the yep. running back for the Chiefs from 87 to 92. Mm-hmm. And he was the first, first Nigerian player to play in yep. the NFL. And I think with him, like past and present Nigerian players, there's been about 30 guys, which is awesome. If you go to, if you go to his Wikipedia his Wikipedia profile, it'll say within the first two or three lines Christian Nkulié, Nigerian American, play for the Chiefs, and it carries on. But for me, I feel like there's two ways to describe to like describe that. You could say Christian Nkulié, Nigerian American, and have that description over here. Awesome, but, you know, it's opened a lot of doors. That's awesome. But I feel like, on the other side of it, you could just say Christian Nkulié won the rushing title 1989, had over 1,400 rushing yards, and we didn't say. Which is a great accomplishment, but we didn't. There wasn't a need to to kind of identify anything racial or, or ethnic in, within that description. I'm not saying it's not important or relevant at some point, but I just feel like within every you know within every single conversation, it doesn't need to be said or addressed. Differences in general. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah All right. That's how I'm expressing that. Uh,
0: I agree. I, I think too many people put in. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you should definitely love you know who you are. You can love your background um but if that's all your personality is then you need to get a life
1: yeah yeah I'm, and i'm not And just, just for the listeners i know you know i'm not speaking for christian nicole i don't know the guy personally but i'm just like from the outside you can say you can describe him as a football player or you can describe his background and they're you know two different descriptions but you know they're both positive but they don't necessarily they don't always have to go together that's, what, that's the point i'm trying to make
0: yes um Going off uh, some labels, like the very, uh, like the, there's some labels that, you know, your life is over. If you're a child molester, of course, your life is over. If you're a rapist, your life is over. Uh, touching on people that are accused of certain acts, uh, do you believe that people rush to go ahead and put labels on them when people are still accused?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I think if it's a proper... If, if there has been accusations made with a particular crime or act, I think that we need to let the justice system, you know, run its course, you know, however long that takes. And you know, the whole doctrine of you know, innocent until proven guilty. I think we have to sort of stick with that. So you should be throwing labels labels on someone. So that's all, all, always in the news. It's always allegations of A, B, C. They don't say they they don't say oh this person did it or they're you know they don't just dump a label on immediately. They say allegations of and. You know, over time it runs its course.
0: Yeah, you, so yeah, man. Right.
1: I think just yeah, but just be just be careful with your words, man. Because yeah, that can, for real, has an influence. Has an influence with you know you know a one to one relationship between people, but then also those words can impact other people's you know thoughts and how they perceive a situation or a person and, that they might have never met.
0: Exactly, and like if you that's not something you call wrong. <laughs> No, man. Call, you can't call that wrong and then be like, my bad. Like that's no, man.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a bit hard to walk that back, man. It's a bit yeah. hard to walk that back. You don't want to do that. It's, you don't want to do, you don't want to do that,
0: man. So uh, uh, as as both of us being comedians, the worst thing I feel like people go, I mean, of course it's worst things, but in comedy in general, I think the worst thing is to be called a joke thief. Uh have you ever yeah. met any uh have you ever Oh, and no names, of course. But have you ever yeah. like, seen someone steal a joke before? Like you were sitting there and you heard it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard. I'll, I'll be listening. I'm like, I've heard that joke. Some, I've heard either another comic do it. And the cases that I'm thinking about, I'm just thinking. I mean, just based on the person, the level that I know them, I think they probably didn't, they either didn't know that was someone else's joke and they just, or they just, or the similarity between their joke and the original jokes is too much. Everyone's all the odd, I mean, you're always, you know, doing your own spin or derivation of the idea or the, the theme. Everyone does that, but I feel like, you know, you have to, you need to make it different enough so it's yours in that particular moment. So, but if it's, if it lines up too much, I feel like, all right, man. Cause when I write, for me personally, when I write jokes, if I think, oh, that sounds a bit too much, like if it's a really famous comedian or even just local guys or poor girls that I know, it's like, oh, that sounds a bit too much like their joke I either. We'll just park it and then try to rewrite it. Yeah. Even if it's, even if it's probably, even if I think, well, no one will probably notice it's more just, you know, the, I don't want this to kind of the principle of the thing, not to, you know, all right, just make it different. Just put in a bit of extra time with it. Yeah, cause that's, that's my that's my that's my take on it man what do you think oh
0: i don't watch specials like if i watch a special that mean like at least 10 people have told me hey you gotta watch it like i just i like all my thoughts to be my own and don't get me yeah, wrong me it's, too, still,
1: man.
0: it's still a weird thing when i tell a joke and somebody's like hey so-and-so says something similar and it's like well i've never seen the special but thank you for letting me know now yeah. i can just throw you know i'll listen to it the the joke or whatever, and then I, once I listen to it, I'll determine whether I'm like, okay, that's very close, or so I'd be like, that's not, it's not the same at all.
1: Yeah, uh, probably the best example was myself. Actually, I this happened a couple months ago. I was for Halloween, I was Macho Man Randy Savage, so I was talking about wearing that costume right around Halloween. I did, I did a comparison of Macho Man's voice and Kool Aid Man's voice. I was like, oh yeah. oh oh, yeah and then I did that but then right after I did it I threw in this little disclaimer was like hey I'm not stealing Dane Cook jokes because I remember Dane Cook had the Kool-Aid man joke back in the early the mid like 2005 2006 whenever he wrote that joke I don't know if you ever saw I don't know if you saw that man but yeah it was it was was like on one of his specials so
0: oh yeah Dane Uh, Cook uh, had it for a second
1: (laughs) he did man he was crushing for ages he was there was the biggest comic in America Cool. so uh at least what i was seeing anyway so yeah dude so i mean but i mean but i mean day to day when i write and do gigs man i don't really worry about it as far as like my, my own stuff because i just most like, i write my own stuff and i've like it's original uh, even if we're talking about similar topics it's original it's it's you know original enough you know what i mean so it's I'm not my am i'm not really worried about that man
0: yeah for me it was just like because i've got uh, caught up but it was like, hey, man, that joke's too similar. And now I'm just like, I don't watch specials. It's, you know, it is what it is. No one ever going to be like, hey, man, that sounds too close to so-and-so. It's just like, oh, well. Even it's, comedy, that-
1: comedy is so fast anyway, man. My jokes are, I feel like it, it's different than the way it used to be. Like, you know, when it was like, when someone had a joke, it's like, this is my joke. But now it's, you know, stuff sh- like with current events and just stuff happening in, in your own life. Jokes don't seem to. I mean, jokes don't seem to last as long. It's like you just constantly writing new things, and something you did six months ago, it's either not relevant or you don't like it anymore, and you're just like, nah, I'm just gonna just park that and maybe never do it again.
0: Oh yeah,
1: as well. I don't know. What do you think about that?
0: Oh no, I was just saying. I think COVID is uh, turning into like presidential jokes. Be like, you know, Obama (laughs) jokes were funny in 2008 to 2012, but they don't carry the same weight. COVID's becoming the same thing. Like, there's some great COVID jokes. But you can see, like, in the next year, year and a half, they're not really going to hit the same.
1: Nah, I agree, man. Got to keep writing new stuff.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, One uh, question, I know there's a little segue, but I really want to get your opinion on uh, labels when it comes to food. Uh, Do you really care – about the way um, it's labeled or brand names—is uh, it like anything? Those carry more weight to you at all?
1: You I mean, like like organic versus non-organic, all that sort like, of stuff. Kind of like in. you
0: like you buy a product because of the label or the name on the product.
1: I mean, there's some stuff that I like with fruit and vegetables. If I can, I try to buy organic stuff just because you know with the with the pesticides and that and that i wouldn't say i'm that picky man but i feel i do feel like at a bit of a subconscious level just you know seeing those seeing all those commercials over time and the flashy colors i mean even if you're actually aware of all that intellectually i still feel like that influences you to it to i mean even if you don't like take the action to buy it it's like you still you're still aware of it Nice, nice i remember when i was a kid man like i i mean i love cereal dude i've eaten like all the cereals man and then just the perception, oh, the box cereal is better than the bag cereal. <laughs> and a lot of times it was, man. The stuff in the bag was not that good, bro. The stuff in the bag was not that good, man.
0: Uh, I was trying to say this. Well, I was going to say it on stage, but Dion Cole said it. So this is Dion Cole joke. Uh, Dion Cole said, we were so poor, we got cereal out the dog food bag. <laughs> uh, it's like that king vitamin can kill a kid's gum. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, don't worry about heartworms, man. Don't worry about heartworms. So. Yes. <laughs>
0: quick question did, did you like cookie chris
1: nah man i ate it a few times man i ate it maybe uh, three or four times dude yeah. my go-to like my go i mean i ate tons of cocoa pebbles tons man not so much the fruity pebbles the cocoa pebbles lots of captain crunch frosted flakes corn pops fruit loops smacks Life cereal, all of them. man. <laughs> yes. It, I'm telling you buddy, it wasn't I was until designed,
0: I it wasn't until I was in my mid my mid twenties to I because uh life cereal in the early eighties or nineties, they had a commercial where like Mikey likes it or whatever. Yeah. And I had no idea about this commercial, but like I have remember people telling me this or saying that like my whole life. So finally I went on YouTube and I looked it up <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, this is what this I was just like I, I was so <laughs> yeah. confused. I
1: was, uh, yeah but, man the live uh, cereal is good though man because you, you get the live cereal and if you get the last bowl it's got all the extra sugar and stuff at the bottom man so you get all that mixed with the milk dude that's that's awesome dude yeah my that's my, a good my, day. My, that's that's a good day man that's a good day <laughs> uh, yes yes
0: um so have you ever felt like you were labeled by someone before they knew you
1: Uh, I think sometimes I just, <clears throat> I think sometimes internally, of I think, because like my default, the way that I present myself to the world is just like, I'm just really loud, sort of out there in your face. I obviously got to really have a really loud, deep voice. But then just that more, that more intuitive side, the more introspective, intuitive side, which is like, which is there, but I don't always show it. So sometimes I feel like with myself, it's like, hey, Ash, why don't you just, why don't you just talk about that, you know, yeah, either show that more, show that more openly or, um, yeah. So sometimes I just have those, I wouldn't say I've ever been labeled like, Oh, you're this. And it made me feel bad. I don't, I, I don't, I can't recollect anything like that off the top of my head, but just, just me internally thinking, Hey man, there's like, yeah, this is just my default. This is kind of how I just operate that day without thinking, but maybe just, just, if I want, if I want to just make more of an effort to, to show the others to the like, deeper levels. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, for me, it's, like, extrovert, extrovert, and then it's it, the intuitive is number two, man, Nice. as far nice. as, like, personal, personality stuff.
0: Nice, nice. Now I want to get to uh, the mislabeling of things. Um, I'm sure you have seen something labeled something, and you're like, this isn't it at all. Uh, for example, um, Die Hard. Have you seen the first Die Hard?
1: Yeah, like,
0: say it's a Christmas movie. Yes. People <laughs> will say up and down it's a Christmas movie. And, a Christmas I, movie. <laughs> and I I think the first home alone is a Christmas movie. But yeah. I when I see Die Hard, I'm not thinking Christmas movie. Um yeah. is it any other example of something you've seen that was like labeled one thing, but uh definitely isn't yeah,
1: I feel that with with movies, man, like for example, with Anchorman, I, I I love quoting Anchorman, but it's not a, it's not a movie that I'd want to like sit and watch all the time. So yeah. I, I would say it's a good movie. I would say it's a great. I wouldn't say it's like a great movie because like for me, there's like a bit in the middle where it, it gets the plot gets a little bit slow. It just kind of drags a bit, and then it sort of picks up, it picks up at the end. So yeah, I would say Anchorman a good movie. I shouldn't have made, I, didn't, I didn't even bother with the second one, man. I didn't even. I'd say I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin all the good quotes that I have and the banter that I have with the guys. I don't. I don't want to ruin that. So I didn't even see the second one. <laughs> nice,
0: nice. Um, uh, I got another question when it comes to mislabeling something. Um, when you see, um, I'm gonna try to say this um, the correct way, I guess. Um, when you see an open mic comic mm-hmm. and uh I'll make sure I word this the best way possible. Uh when you see an open mic comic and he's like, Okay, I'm a comedian, like I'm a full fledged, like I'm a comedian, do you carry that the same like do you think they're mislabeling themselves or just confused? Or do you think once someone says I'm a comedian, they're a comedian?
1: And, then, and, and for this conversation that we're having now, but let's say that they've only done like maybe two gigs or something, like two gigs, five gigs, something like that. They've
0: like only a, gone like, up once for open mic. Once,
1: okay. I think you need to go up a few times before you – at least a few times before you, you get it you, – you say you're a comedian. Think, I think in the beginning, man, you're a person doing stand-up. Yes. You're a person that, hey, I did some stand-up. I did it. Awesome. Well, I think I think with that, the transition to saying "Hey, I'm a comedian" is when you sit, actively sit down and write jokes down, and then you just keep showing you just keep showing up to gigs. And in particular, when you show up to gigs, when you don't really want to go to the gig because you don't have anything really funny to say, but you do it anyway. When you know it's probably going to be pretty rough, just because you know, you're, you're in a bad mood or. You just you you just think oh it's it's cold and i don't want to drive in the rain there's all there's a whole host of reasons man but yeah, i think you just just that process of you you just commit to it and you know, i feel like that that's a mental switch and because for me man like because I, I was kind of in and out of stand-up for a bit in the beginning and only i would say you know in the past several several months where like in my head i'm saying yeah i'm a comedian i'm a i'm a comedian and i actually feel it Not i just hey i've done some stand-up because right, I don't really know how many, like the actual number of gigs that I've done, man, but it'd be close to probably, it'd be close to like a hundred times of me actually going up and doing gigs. Um, but yeah, that, that switch for me only happens you know, in the past several months. Well, I wasn't just kind of dabbling in it and then getting out and not writing. So I think, yeah, I think that's the transition, man.
0: Nice. Nice. Thank you for sharing that, man. I truly appreciate that. Uh, i never forget, somebody says, like, it breaks my heart to the day, but someone was like, you're not a real comedian until you pay taxes. And I was just like, what? And I was like, until you make enough money off stand-up where well, you have to <laughs> fill a tax form. And I was like, well, don't want Uncle Sam in yeah, my man. business like that. I
1: uh... don't agree with that, man.
0: No, I was just like, I oh, don't need Uncle run, Sam man. to tell me I'm a comedian.
1: Nah, man. I think this is within within yourself, dude. If you believe it and you're and you're showing up. I mean for me, like for me, this is how I look at it, dude, with the open mics. It's just about getting in reps. Yeah. I mean, you want to, even if you haven't written anything new for a while, it's just about showing up, working on your timing, getting your little it's my first jokes, these are my next ones, these are my next ones. Yeah, if I've got seven solid minutes, I've got 10 solid minutes. All right, now I need to go write some more, so I can do 15 or 20 and just 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 staying consistent, so just oh, trying yeah. to get up if you can't, if you know, if you're able to, or just or making the time to get up, you know, three times a week, four times a week. Oh, yeah, just effort, man.
0: Yeah, I, like I tell anybody, I bomb at open mic before I get, I, I would ever bomb at a paid show. Like, I will, I have bombed at open mics, like horribly bombed, like crashed. Yeah, and burn. I, the worst bomb I ever did was, um, ah, <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> It's, it's, it's a place in um, Charleston, South Carolina but I bombed so bad and then uh, for, fortunately I did a show like that following Saturday and like a few of the people from the open mic came to that show and they were like oh man we didn't know you were funny and I was like yeah you wouldn't <laughs> you would not know. <laughs>
1: Were you doing new stuff that night? Oh no, were you doing new stuff? Or you I even- was doing
0: all new stuff. I yeah, was talking about, but I don't get me wrong, it was I was doing stuff that I was like, let me see if it sounds funny at all. And I was just like, Nope, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not funny at all. Um, the crowd was nice enough to let me know.
1: <laughs> man, yeah, they let you know, man.
0: Um, one label that I feel like gets tossed around maybe a little too much, is um uh, when people say, Okay, this person's a leader, when it comes to a uh, someone getting the label of leader, what all do you think that person, what qualities should that person have?
1: For me, a leader is a person that they're proactive, they're an excellent communicator to their either other leaders or people that might be above them. If there's a, if there's a hierarchy there, they're able to communicate stuff to the larger group in an effective way so everyone understands what's going on. And then when it's time to act, you know, that the person takes the appropriate actions or delegates the responsibilities, so everyone everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing at the right times. And then when things go horribly wrong, the leader says, "All right, you know what? I'm the leader of this group. It's my responsibility. I'll take the I'll I'll take the blame for that, and then it's rebuilding for next and rebuild for next time. And also, I'm a big believer in also you know celebrating publicly, but then we needed to you know pull you need to have a private word with somebody, pull them aside. Have the, have the hard conversation, and just move on. And whether that person messed up horribly and they were in the wrong or they just needed a bit of guidance, whatever the case, just it, it's it's done, leave it there and move forward. No need to, you know, carry it around as dead weight or hold a grudge or have any ill, Ill feelings on either side with that. Nice. I think it's a combination of all that, man.
0: Nice. I'd like to get your opinion on this. Do you feel like we use the word brave, uh, the label brave too much now?
1: All the time, bro. Way too much, man. Too much, dude. Same with the word legend.
0: Oh or, my god. Yeah. Legend. Oh, you're a legend, mate. You're a legend.
1: Oh my god, bro. What have you actually done, bro? <laughs>
0: bro, done? I I I, <laughs> I I I blame it. I blame it on um how I met your mother. Uh I blame it on that 70s show. I feel oh, yeah. like the word legend has just it's it's kind of lost its meaning. In Doesn't some mean
1: ways. anything, dude. Man. Call me a myth. Call me a myth, <laughs> I That'll mean more. I don't know, man. But yeah, yeah, legend brave, dude.
0: Now I take that back though. Yeah. I do have a classmate from high school, his name Richard. I ain't gonna say his last name, but he uh yeah. he fought the teacher he's still a legend in my book. But you know
1: he fought the, he fought the teacher.
0: Yeah, you know he fucked the teacher. He fu- he had, he had oh, okay, okay,
1: right, right, okay, right, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, so he's he's still a legend in my book. He's still sales. a legend. He's still a legend. Okay, yeah, man. He's still yeah, his name should be known <laughs> in the streets.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's right. in. Yeah, I think she went to jail.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, well, that's a separate podcast. man, that's a separate podcast. <laughs> separate,
0: so definitely a separate podcast. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, but brave man
1: any- for sure, dude. Too too much, man. Too much. Because, I mean, I I think even like the base level, man, no one's brave. You just, everyone just has opportunities on a daily basis or throughout their life to, you know, act in a courageous manner. To do something that they think or, you know, that they think mentally. Maybe it's physically beyond, like, from a surface level, beyond their capability. It's just an opportunity to do something that, you know, kind of stretching yourself. So I think that's why I think it's more of that. And then it's like, a, it's not like, oh, you're brave and you're not. Say, well, you just have the opportunity. Did you take the opportunity to, you know, take advantage of the situation or not take advantage, but stretch yourself, get better and maybe help somebody out. But yeah, you posted a photo on Instagram, that You're not brave. All right. Stop it. Stop it. No one cares, man. No one even saw it anyway, bro. You had, had three views, man.
0: What are you talking about? What are you hey, talking man. about? You it, it know, bro, it's, every, <laughs> time I, every time I see the word. And then sometimes I see people use the word brave, and I realize they are actually insulting the person. And it's just like, oh, like, they didn't pick up on that. That was not a oh, compliment. Yeah. They were just like, you look very brave to wear that. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <mixed.">
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you said you had some social illustrations. media. Yeah, that okay. nuanced social media sarcasm, man. It's, it's it's tricky to read that. Oh,
0: buddy. I, but, read when that, you, man, I <laughs> but when you see it, buddy, it's just, it's cutthroat. Um, yeah. You said you had a few illustrations on labeling um, if you still want to share them.
1: Yeah. So, like, the, I, the main one was, like, with that Christian Okoye one. That was, like, it was, with like, talking about his, you know, his background and then with his and this with his you know, as NFL, as NFL credentials as well. But like I was saying before the podcast, man, like we met a few months ago at a comedy show, and you know, it was just, hey, man, I'm a comic. I'm like, hey, cool, I'm a comic too. We start, we start talking about comedy. But if you had said to me, hey, Ash, my name's my name's Michael. I'm a comic. I'm a, I'm a comic from South Carolina, <laughs> by the way. And you just gave me a whole rundown of your family history. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> kind of threw a bit of a wrench in the conversation there, man. But you know. So I just feel like it, it gets a bit awkward, man. It gets a bit awkward. It can, be, it's, it can be a bit. It can be a bit offputting. It can be a bit off-putting. Like I said, not to say all the differences between people, and like you know, yeah, celebrate the differences. I just feel like there's a time and a place for it, man. And having it at the beginning of a conversation when you're trying to when you're trying to build something or achieve a common goal, or just in, within every single conversation, it just, it, it just it's just for me it's just a bit too much. Too much, bro. It's too much. You're we're just, we're, we're just putting in these little roadblocks that are making things way too hard. Because then you get to the whole like, oh, I've got to say this about you and you got to say this about me. And, you know, I mean, it would, if I told you, hey, Mike, hey, Michael, my family, I'm Scots-Irish, you know, Scots-Irish, American-Australian, you know, I eat a lot of potatoes. Would you be like, what are you talking about, man? Like, Why are you telling me this? I would talk about comedy. So, yeah, yeah it's just not as A lot of times it's not relevant in the in the moment. Yes. That's uh, I'll find that uh yeah, just strange.
0: No, uh, I completely agree with you, man. Uh right, thank yeah. you for sharing it. That that would be very awkward if I told you my accessory.com Yeah, if I right. didn't if I didn't ask
1: about it, if I didn't yeah. maybe yeah, like later, you know, later I know you a bit better. We're talking about things. Oh dude, like where are you from? Yeah, no worries, man. But if we're just yeah, if you just if you just throw it on me, like what am I supposed to do with it, man?
0: Yeah, it'd just be like that's nice to know as you walk
1: i probably won't be on the podcast right now, man.
0: That's a, that's, a, that's fair. <laughs> Very fair. Uh which label do you feel like people tell you they are the quickest? And why is it vegan?
1: I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. think people like to announce that stuff though, man. Bro, so, so quickly. So quickly, man. Quickly. Yeah, I, I get, I mean, I, I got caught with my long hair, man. I was wearing my gym clothes one day. I was talking to guys on my baseball team. He goes, yeah. he goes you, look, you, look, you look like an old school vegan. I don't even know what he meant by that. I don't know what an old school vegan looks like. I, I'm, I'm, I, think, awesome I, like a, I think I had like a bandana. I was wearing my, like a bandana thing to keep my hair out of my face when I was working out. <laughs> I was wearing that. Maybe that's what it was, man. I got no idea. I still don't know what it means. This was like that's two years hilarious. ago. An old school vegan, man. <laughs> 1980, the 1984 model, man. The 1984 model, <laughs> I don't, that's hilarious. What's
0: an old school thing? what you got to eat? You got to eat bacon on Sunday. What the fuck? <laughs> nice, nice, man. Was well, there anything else you would like to say about this topic?
1: I would just say that, well, just for the listeners, I mean, you know me, bro, but just for the listeners, like this is just my, these are just my personal opinions. I'm not, I didn't research any of it, this is just my own personal opinions and do I have all the answers to this on a larger societal level? No, I don't, because I'm just one dude with long hair, but I feel it is important to just have these conversations in an open, respectful manner, and it's not about agreeing with people, it's just about being able to actually have the conversation, and if you don't like what someone says, that's cool, man, but just be nice about it. (laughs) You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. And don't
1: don't feel like you just have to walk, don't just immediately shut someone down, So, all right, just listen to what they have to say, if you you like it, no worries, and if you don't, that's cool too, man.
0: Yeah, just just like we used to do back when like it was we used school, to do, you have a so conversation,
1: be, you have a yeah. conversation It's like yeah, and if you if you didn't agree, you can still talk to that person. You yes. didn't, you, you didn't have to hate their guts. You didn't yeah. have to hate their guts, man.
0: Uh, but I will agree, it is still cool to be like okay, they're weird, and that's not even disrespectful. It's just like you, you ever had a conversation with a flat earther.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, I, it's like, I don't even know. What, I don't even know like what you're talking about, bro. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna let you do you do. I'm just gonna let you do what you're doing, man. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go over here. Yeah, that's that's really I, how the conversation. I don't, comes. Say, I don't know what to say, man. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing really to say, man, because they're they're just gonna keep going. I feel like so. Yeah. I just, best to it, walk it just, away, man. Best to walk it, away.
0: Yeah, because it, it's just more of just like I am not being rude, and I feel like I would be the rude person by saying something, but at the same time, I don't want them to feel like I'm agreeing with them, like. <laughs> uh, I don't want them to ever leave this conversation going. He's He thinks they're flat too, like, it, no, it, I, it, I got I got him.
1: I got yeah. it. He's on the yeah. one. One. Yeah. One for the day. Yes. Got him. Yeah. Michael Garrick, yes. flat earther. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> it's a new podcast, they, man.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching and listening, and we'll be right back with the movie review.